Hey there, Jules here, and welcome to Jules Loves Me, the podcast. My life is a surrender experiment where I choose faith over fear to follow my intuition. And it has all led me here to share wholehearted stories about what I've learned along the way. So take a nice deep breath, settle in, and remember, the light in me loves the light in you. Now let the elevation of your soul's experience begin. Welcome back. Here we are, ready to talk about a topic that I feel like I get lots of questions on. But this particular topic was awesome because it came right after our breathing room session, which is about future tripping. And it was a question about how to be present and also following your dream. Like, how do you do that? How do you be, how do you find yourself in the present and then plan for the future? So I know a lot of people have these um, dilemmas, if you will. So the text came through as, hello, I need some clarification. And I said, oh yes, here we go. And I sent out a text and to the, our text community. And I said, Hey, I am curious, what are your thoughts on manifesting your purpose? Because I think that's what it comes down to, manifesting your dreams. So that's what this episode is all about. But before I get the fritz in on this with me, let's take a minute and hear from our sponsor. Hey there, Jules here. And you know I'm the sponsor because I am a small business and I need your support. Did you know that you can become a founding member in our community? That's right, we're growing a membership community and you can become a founding member. Our community is dedicated to supporting each other through this life which feels like a hero's journey. Josh and I lead virtual sessions in an encouraging group environment called Breathing Room. And in between sessions, you'll have access to archives and my original guided meditation tracks. So for those of you keeping track, you'll get access to all the breathing room sessions valued at $25 a seat, all archived breathing room sessions, member exclusive guided meditations, access to our private Facebook community, additional supportive content, and you'll forever be known as a founding member. For a limited time, you'll get all of this for $11 a month. And pro tip, your card won't be charged until the first of the month. So you'll get the current month as a bonus. You'll be backing a small purpose-driven business as we support you during these current times. What a sweet deal. Visit julesloves.me slash get hyphen involved or visit Patreon directly. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Jules Loves Me. Now let's get back to the show. So this is a big topic and you know I got to have my right hand man with me to do this one. So he's got to get the sillies out. <laughs> he's got to get the oh, sillies out. Sorry, I do have some Pure sillies. joy, pure joy always, on this podcast. Always. Jules and the Fritz. Bum, 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 bum. We're Jules and the Fritz. Bum, 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 bum. Jules. 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 
Jules and the Fritz. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're officially on. Yes. We are officially in. I can stop giggling now. No, you keep the giggles going. Oh. I mean, joy, 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 joy. So miracle-minded manifesting is what I believe our topic is going to be for this episode. And with that in mind, Mr. Fritz, so I got that text and I was like, hey, I'm not sure how I'm doing this. Do I just show up in the moment and operate from there? Or do I actively try to pursue my goals and make my dreams happen? And I thought, damn, that's a good question. It's a really good question. Because how many are feeling that? And so I was curious. So I sent a text out to the group and I got lots of questions in return and lots of input and feedback on, hey, yeah, I've been doing what I think is manifesting and it's not working. So what I'd like to do is break down what manifesting is, because I think that's a a big, um, we need to have a baseline for this conversation. A base note, yeah. So the baseline, our starting point for this, so what is manifesting? It's a verb, so it's an action. And this is where you're bringing something into your physical life by using your thoughts, feelings, and beliefs. So if you're totally new to this idea of manifesting, welcome. Welcome, welcome. If you have been in the game for a minute and you've been working your innate superpowers, then congratulations. Much love and blessings to you. But now here's the thing. What I learned, and maybe you can tell me about your experience, but manifesting, the idea of it was very exciting when I first found out about it. I mean, I was like, oh, hell yeah, game on. Let's do this. You know, what can I make appear? Yeah. What can I what can I bring into my life? And I was already on the page of, you know, aligning my uh, my wants, my desires with what I was actually doing in real life. So I was taking the dreams and then putting feet to my dreams and moving forward. Right. So I was already like in motion with that. How, how about you? Uh, I was, this was my first experience with trying to, um, trying to incorporate something that was outside of my, or that was, you know, that was like spiritual. It was my first attempt at spirituality my first attempt at, you know, uh, with being, we're at unity church at the time. Um, and, uh, and then the idea of thoughts plus feelings equal outcome is one of the unity principles. And so I, it took me a long time to kind of just wrap my mind around what that was and what that meant. And it was that course that we took, um, you know, that helped kind of, uh, bring that around a little bit more, which was the, the Mary Morrissey course. Right. On Um, prosperity. Right. Prosperity plus. And so that, that um, definitely brought my mind into a place of believing that I could focus on something that I truly wanted and make it appear or, you know, make it manifest. Right. Um, yeah. And and as we 
went through that program and saw visible success, you know, the rewards, if you will, of this happened and then this happened and this happened. It was like, oh, so we could see that when you do the work of focusing on the positive and and using the affirmations and starting to live this different type of lifestyle, we could see the benefits of it. And really more than anything, it helps you to like, you start recognizing how much negativity there is within you. Yes. That's probably the biggest thing. That's a big one. Yeah. I personally was a big old negative Nancy about the future and what it, you know, what it was going to hold and how I was going to, uh, you know, kind of push through or find my way through, you know, it was. um, And so anyway, we talked about that with future tripping. um, But when I started focusing on these principles and ideas, I started really noticing how much negative there was in there. And so that was my first job was just trying to overcome that um, and instilling affirmations. So there's a lot of work to do there. There's a lot of work to do there. So, right. So you're at this place where you're, you're maybe at the stage of, of your journey where you're doing these things and you're changing, you know, your words and your thoughts. You're really working on that kind of stuff but you're not necessarily seeing results, right? So, or maybe you started to see results and then the results stopped, right? So that can happen. Now, another thing that can happen, which is my experience is I reached my goal. Like I dreamed the biggest dream I could dream for myself, which is to be a celebrity makeup artist. That was it. That's all I had. That was the the roof, the ceiling of what where I could be. And once I had that and it didn't feel the way I thought it was going to feel and it didn't bring me all the things that I thought it was going to bring me, like a feeling of purpose, a sense of, yeah, this is what I'm here to do. I went to the end of myself, if you will, and then realized I had a lot more going on than I was giving myself credit for. I was like, oh my goodness. Well, I don't really know what to do now because I'm just, okay, I'm out of ideas. And so that's also, I think, a very normal process. And within manifesting, there are, I think, two different places that you can go. And you typically go through one phase first and then get to phase two. And so my intention for this conversation is to show you both sides, break down both of these, so you can make more informed decisions. Yeah. Uh, for me, I, it was it comes down to a I wish I would have known the the greater scope of that so I could have made better decisions. Right. But I think that it was my journey, my process in order to feel it through that so I could understand it Mm -hmm. because it plays such a big part in our teachings. Mm -hmm. So the first phase that is very common with manifesting in the spiritual journey is manifesting to get something. Like you literally want something. Like you want a new car, you want a certain type of living situation, you want a partner, you want the purpose-driven career, right? You want these things. A parking spot on Broughton Street. (laughs) 
in downtown Savannah. <laughs> sure. Right. You're you're doing all these things. So it's almost as if you're going through this gimme, gimme, gimme type of stage, right? So you just want what you want and you want to also test out your newfound superpowers of making it happen in in your physical life. And there's an excitement to that. There's um, a realization of, oh, snap, I am like super strong and I'm very powerful. And I didn't know that Mm -hmm. or I didn't know it to this extent or this degree. So I get that. Because you're not being just blown by the wind anymore. You're like, I have some, I have some stance here. I can stand up in the wind and I can, I can say, I'm not going to be blown down by this. Because I know, I know that I can drive the bus. And then you realize through that process that you may not necessarily know exactly where you're going in the bus. And that's where I want to talk about the next phase. So there's the the get phase, the getting, the give me, the I want what I want phase. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's just, an, I think, a natural part of the process. Um, a certain amount of realization, again, of your own powerful qualities and, and abilities. Then the second phase is when you start to understand that you don't really understand the bigger picture. So what you're needing to manifest or what you should be manifesting, and I use that should with with quotations, right? Just so you can understand, is based on what you are going to need or what you need in that moment. So this phase depends heavily on alignment, which also depends on surrender. And that is a very touchy place for a lot of folks, you know, so maybe you're good with the idea of being powerful and being capable, but you're not ready to surrender that yet. (laughs) You're not ready to surrender it all yet because wait, 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 I just got control of this thing. Wait a minute. What do you mean I got to give it up? What do you mean I got to give it up? Well, how, how does the universe know what I want? Or how is the universe going to take me where I want to go? And you feel almost this sense of, I'm not so sure about this. And as you continue to move forward in your growth, you start to get these situations and lessons lessons that help you understand that your idea for your life and the picture that you have is only a tiny portion of the bigger picture. So once you get to that acceptance of it, when you go, okay, there's way more going on here than I realize and I understand that I am a part of this and I'm working with it. That's when it gets next level. That's when you start seeing major results, but more so you start to feel the impact of that. You start to really understand the, as Jeff LaFont said on our interview, Surrendering with Dr. Jeff, he said, you realize that what you want, that's the floor of what God's plan is for you. 
So it just goes up from there. Like, so with my experience of being a makeup artist, I got to the, the highest level that I could reach, that I could imagine, that I could get to. And then I was, I was stuck. I was like, ah, you, there's got to be more to it than this. What's know? funny is that you surrendered and then wound up getting to another, one more level up, even from that place. Right. You right, still right. leveled up, but you weren't trying And to. I didn't even think that that, right. And that's a, a testament to what I'm saying, mm -hmm. that even though my makeup career did grow and evolve past that point to a greater level that I never even thought existed there was something that ended up being created for me specifically mm -hmm. that I could have never have dreamed up, that there was no picture to put on my vision board, if you will. I just had to trust. I just had to trust. So the back to the text that I got in. So some of the feedback was being attached to the outcome. And so I think what we're talking about right now plays into that, you know, is I, I personally had to get to a point where I had to trust that the path that I was on and all that was in store for me, I had to trust that it was far greater than what I could imagine. And so I think that when you can transition yourself out of that's I'm the only one who knows best for me. Yeah. And instead you can allow yourself to be open to the idea of trusting and going that it's going to be better. It's, it's actually going to be way better yeah. than you well, can ever imagine. That's, it's really interesting that you say that because, you know, in, in, in phase one of manifesting, as you just described it is very much limited mostly by your available perception Mm -hmm. of the world so if and mm -hmm. of life and so if your perception is only narrowed down to the materialistic idea of life then that is the that is the ceiling of what you can visualize at that time you don't realize there is something greater until you actually go through receiving some of those things that you feel like are the, the bee's knees the wildest dream the wildest dreams ever. yeah <laughs> and then you you get there and you do those things and you feel them and you're like wait i'm still not fulfilled mm -hmm. what did i miss what did i miss what, what am i, I doing miss? wrong what am i doing wrong right and so you know i one of the texts that i received was really cool it was a, a testimony from a member in our community who has not necessarily uh, been the most spiritual person as far as in her journey, but it's funny because her journey is very spiritual mm -hmm. nonetheless. So you don't even have to name it spiritual in order for it to be that. And she said, I'm not sure that I know, quote unquote, how to manifest, but I do know that once I realized that I had become so disconnected from myself and trusting myself and feeling the, the clues and feeling like I was getting the gut feelings and you know, she had gotten so removed, from, she was so in her head is what she said, I was, I'm so in my mind at this stage that I didn't even know how to incorporate my intuition. I didn't even know how to be one with that. So she wasn't 
integrated, right? So she wasn't using her body for those signals and figuring out the next steps that way. And so once she was able to identify that and start working with her body, you know, through acceptance and forgiveness and that type of inner work, she then started to see that she wasn't so fearful of the perceived block or the perceived, oh, this is not going to work out because of whatever. So the perceived fears then started to not be so powerful. So she was able to start moving forward and forward and forward. And so at this stage, she was seeing the ways made clear for her in that moment that she needed them to become clear. So she would have a helper that would show up or she would have this other situation that would unfold and then take her down a different direction. And so she was able to look at her whole journey through this question that I asked. And she said, you know what? But I can see how it's been unfolding for me. And now I have, I went from losing my job and, you know, and being laid off to now I'm in my dream job that I didn't even know was an option. And I can tell you that I don't know that I necessarily was driving the bus on that, but it was happening. And so it makes me curious and more interested in becoming more involved in this process. And so I thought that was a really neat. Becoming more involved in this process. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, because it's happening. That's when that was the whole point of her death. Like it's happening. And I realized that it's happening with or without me putting my input into it. It's going to happen. So if you want to direct where it's going, then get involved. Right. But when you get involved, understand that your involvement is also one tiny part of it. You need to take those action steps. The biggest work is removing the blocks of thinking that you can't let go of control, that you can't surrender. Because what does is, what is, uh, Liz Gilbert teach us? You think you have control, but all you really have is anxiety. So mm. let that one just flood your heart right now. And, and it's the truth of it. So with this process of bringing your dreams to fruition, bringing your purpose to life, and then living it. I mean, that's like some big stuff. And it's necessary. We need that, especially now. We need to hear from these voices and to be encouraged and encourage each other on this journey. And with that idea, you know, of of the process being something that we're involved in, we are a part of, but then also allowing ourselves to get out of the way because we don't really know how good it's going to get. We, we are, you know, we can, we can look at it no matter where we are in our process. So if you're in the process of your journey, you're like, man, things are awesome. And man, hang on. It's going to get even better. You know? And if you're just starting out, you know, hang on, it's going to keep getting better because that's just the way it works. The more that we can allow ourselves to believe in it and work with it, then it can allow itself to just keep growing and expanding. I can hear the the people on the other end just thinking, but how? But how? But how? But, but Jules, 
but how I get you. And I'm, and I'm here to, to work as a guide in this process. All right. Learning from the, the, I don't want to call them mistakes because you have to go through these things, you know, they're not necessarily pitfalls. So what I feel like my job is, is to tell you the stories, highlight the points, and then you see where you fit those in to your life. So the, I think the biggest thing of the, but how is understanding this brings us back to the original text that inspired this whole podcast episode it's being in the moment in the present and that's what's really hard for us so future tripping we talked about when you're in the past you feel sadness and depression you feel a list of feelings there when you're in the future you're feeling a lot of stress and anxiety so in that present that being the place of where the help the guidance the clues knowing that that's where that stuff is the stuff that you want the the tools the that kind of stuff your your goal is to be in alignment with that so it can reach you so it can come to you we talked about this in future tripping extensively so if you haven't heard that episode maybe just as soon as this one's done go over there and check it out because it's going to help to fill in those those gaps but the idea of of being able to be in the present to gain the clue and then you go oh that felt like a hell yes to me oh wow okay let me write that down let me notate it all right and then when the next clue comes in and you're in the present moment boom now we start piecing it together. Now we start to understand the direction that we're moving towards our dreams. You know, this reminds me of, um, uh, one of the biggest hell yes moments that you and I have had together. It was a shared moment, um, in which we were, you know, kind of in, we were thinking about the vision of our life moving forward was in New Mexico, uh, in that campground. And we had the idea for, um, having a place, having land where we could, you know, bring people and, and, and create a positive environment, positive atmosphere, family atmosphere, um, all of that we wanted, that was the, a big vision of what we wanted. And so that became part of our dream. And so for me, the idea of, um, of the moment to moment, and this is also what I've gathered from watching you, um, you know, and the way that you've shifted in, in business, you know, from moment to moment, um, is that, so that hell yes moment then is still a hell yes moment now. You know, if I, if I think about that moment, I'm still like, and I think of that vision, that dream, I'm like, hell yes, we're still there. Mm -hmm. I'm still in that place. But should we get to a place where that's no longer a hell yes, then we can, we can be at peace with that and we can just continue to move in whatever is a hell yes and, and follow that direction. So it's a, it's a matter of like, I've never been attached to the outcome of that hell yes moment. I've never been like so set on it that I'm going to let it drag me down, but I do hold it in consciousness as being something that I believe is a dream for me. I believe is something that that will you're working towards that we're working towards that will come to manifest 
moment by moment, that that thought, that idea has not necessarily changed at this point. Yes. But if it does, and that's the point I really want to make, if it does, then I will be okay with letting it go and moving on to whatever the next best thing for us, for our family, for myself is, you know, and that, that is the, that's the truth of, of manifesting miracles is that you're not clinging to your idea of what you think is going to bring happiness mm-hmm. and completion and purpose. So tell me more on how you are able to do that and not attach yourself to the outcome. That is the practice of surrender. Okay. Um, and I know, like you said, that's a, it's a loaded topic. Um, I have a really quick answer. If you, Oh yeah, we'll go for it. I'm going to, I'm going to go on a roundabout. Mm -hmm. Okay. I believe that we both trust that if it's not this, then it's better. That I have seen time and time again, help us to open our hands Mm -hmm. and give up whatever it is as an offering. And sometimes you don't lose it. Like sometimes it's, nope, that wasn't it. It's just the act that you would offer it. That it's, none of this means it. This is all material. My goal is to be in alignment with his what my highest good is right so if this gorgeous piece of land that we're on right now that we feel that had no choice but to manifest because we believed in the hell yeses so much and that's how it showed up that's how we created it if you will how we made it happen if this situation and all that i believe it holds here is not it for us and the way that it goes that we end up having to leave it or move somewhere else or whatever, whatever the situation that I will leave here knowing with a full and grateful heart that I am on my way to the next better thing. And that's what makes it fun. I know. That's what makes it fun. And where does that come from? It comes from, but you and I have this, based on our experiences so our friends out there maybe haven't built up their bank of experiences that back this up so that testimony that i was talking about our member in our community who was sharing that i don't necessarily understand the full scope of what i'm talking about here yet i know it's at work i understand that there is something guiding me and showing up in ways that I can understand. And that's what it's all about. So as you're figuring out what's your purpose, what am I supposed to be doing with my days? I want to get closer to feeling like I'm in alignment with my dreams. You know, like that's very noble. All of that. We need that. You you have to have that passion, the fire to get you through those hard days. Because so, that's your courage. Right. So that that has to be rooted in a place of your heart's desire in order for on those days where you don't have courage or you feel kind of lower on your levels. You're like, all right, but you know what? That dream, that gives me hope. 
All right. Okay. So let me be here in this moment and collect whatever it is that's here for me. The clue that's waiting for me to, to realize it, to discover it, uncover it, maybe just be here, let it visit me, you know, whatever. So I can take that, that it's here to give me and move forward and keep going forward. And so, you know, that's been our entire process. Um, whether it's been, you know, when the babies were, <laughs> when the twins, before they came to the world and we were trying to figure out, you know, how we were going to do this. I mean, we give a pretty detailed wrap up of our journey, um, our pre pandemic life shift, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, when we totally changed our lives, not because we were forced into it, but because the call was so strong that we couldn't do anything else. And so that episode is the hopeful house. If anybody who would love to know more about that journey, we, we give it to you. And once That's again, the whole it, all, story. it all started from the place of this ain't it. Right. Well, there's this, got, there's got to be more to it than this. Yeah. And that's where I think that that is a universal feeling. Right. Um, in that. And it's not about more. It's not having more and more and more. It's about being at peace, at peace, at peace. But it's very common to think that if you have more, it would be better. If, yeah. if I had more money, I could make things better. I would have more opportunities. I would have more resources. I would, have, I mean, you just keep going, right? So you can always back up the excuses of why you can't take the steps now because you don't have enough. And that's just the, the scarcity mentality that has been, you know, just unfortunately baked in to who we are because in a world of consumers, we're trained to need more, buy more, you know? So when you think on the level of that everything you have will be available to you in the moment that you need it. When you really ground yourself in that truth, then you know that the majority of what you're going to need is going to be found within you, whether it's through a new inspiration or a connection or whatever, however it, it unveils itself to you. You just have to trust that, you know, and, and that's where you anchor your faith on because then you start backing up your miracle-based stories and you go, wait a minute, how, wait, I, when I think back, there was no way that that could happen, but somehow there was a way that that happened. Hmm. And you start bringing these stories more to the front forefront of your mind to back you up in this experience that you're having called life, right? So you start gathering that up you go wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute i can't i can't keep ignoring this there really is something working with me or trying to work with me and i'm not necessarily being a good team player here because i want it my way and i want to do it how i want to do it because i want to write the rules here as you know it's my life it's my will and then you realize that yeah you have that sure have it but when that's not enough which is where i got to then what else mm -hmm. and now what and then you go oh okay so friends wherever you are on your journey 
if you're just starting out, you're in the middle of it. You feel like you're like wherever you are. I don't care where you are on this journey. Just know that there is always a presence working in you as you and through you. So the more that you can become that vessel to be available to collect those clues and collect those gifts and collect those little things that are going to help you on your journey. That's how we do this. And the second part is that the, that presence isn't limited to just you. It is everywhere. And so you are, you are a part of a whole the connection. So, yeah. Yes. You are a part of a whole. And so if you consider yourself as being this lone ranger, that's just out there by yourself, then you will continue to be by yourself. That sounds so exhausting. How? Like being the lone ranger. To oh do all yeah. This work. Oh my goodness. So, but even if you don't necessarily have a partner, you're partnering with the force that is, you know, and you can fill in the blank on whatever you want to call it. You know, so if you don't like the term God and universe is too woo woo and spirits, whatever, then add whatever helps you understand that there is something greater at work and you're working with it. So that's also a major baseline with this whole, you know, spirituality is all about working with the spirit within, you know, it's, it's being guided. It's, it's being in connection with, and like you said, it's all about connection. So yeah, it's exhausting to do it by yourself or to try to do it by yourself. But when you're open to receiving the guidance, when you're open to receiving the assistance, boom, that's when things, that's when the miracles start to happen. So that miracle minded thinking will result in you producing miracle minded manifesting. Because now I'm creating what's needed for the next level of my journey. So did I just want to be on a farm? Did I just want to, you know, have this little piece of land where people come visit me and all that? Yeah, I wanted that. But I wanted it because there's a bigger plan at work. That's why I wanted it. That's why it lit up to me. That's why we keep encouraging our friends to pay attention to that stuff. You have a dream in your heart for a reason. We're given these dreams so we can have those breadcrumbs to keep us moving forward. Those breadcrumbs is what keeps us checking into our, our meetings. I like to call meditation check-ins, my morning meetings. Mm -hmm. And I check in and I figure out what I'm doing that day. And I figure out what, what the plan is because I'm surrendering my day. I'm surrendering my everything to what is in alignment. So I think that's the biggest wrap up nutshell of manifesting that I can give is just, there is either a path of manifesting to get, Gabby Bernstein calls it mani manic manifesting. You just to get something or are you manifesting to be in alignment? So having this land, having the hopeful house is in alignment with the greater goal of that we feel has been planted in our heart to help others to find and trust their inner guidance. So that's all in alignment with that plan. So 
another great text that came in was from a member who said, I am having a bigger question. (laughs) I have a bigger question on the struggles, the struggles being worth it. I don't know how to talk myself into the struggles being worth it. And I wanted to make sure we didn't leave that out because that's the, that's the hard part is the struggle. So you, you get the dream, you have this thing, you start getting the clues and you start doing your, your stuff. And then it feels hard as hell. You're like, ah, so much work, right? Like, man, I'm really kind of getting beat down by following my dream here. But through this process, actually, when I read you the text, you immediately knew what to say. And you reminded me of what I always say, which is so great, because that's why you need you need people around you. And I was like, wow, I was just like sitting with that question. I was like, yeah, well, how, how do you find the the point of the struggle, right? What is that? I, I, hmm. What did you say? It's a matter of burning the dross off of the gold. And you know what? When you said that to me, you took me back to when before we were here at the Hopeful House, when I was in the midst of the major struggles of my journey of allowing myself to to follow the call and it being so painful to kind of break through that new level and understanding that my heart had to break in order to get bigger and you know so there's a certain amount of pain involved i know like i'm making this this um journey this sounds so dreamy sounds so right i'm just oh so dreamy but the thing is is that the dross, right? So to give you a, a backstory on gold, the purification process of gold. So when you find gold, it's not just like a shiny chunk of gold. It's not how it works. There's lots of stuff that is on the gold. So it's called dross. And so in order for the brilliance of the gold to be revealed, the process includes burning off the dross. So burning the junk off of the gold. So what I like to do is imagine my heart and your heart to be pure gold that has collected years and years and years of dross and junk. It's that 24 karat magic. 24 karat magic. In the end. So in order to get down to the brilliance of that gold, you've got to burn that stuff off. It's got to come off. It's layers being just melted, layers being peeled back. And that's what surrender does. And that's what surrender does because you understand that it's a part of the process and it's bringing you what is your highest good. And in order for you to really receive it and not block yourself from receiving the miracles, and receiving all of the good that awaits you, you have to go through that. And so, but we're hardwired to avoid pain. It's mm-hmm. just kind of what happens. So we're like, you said pain, I'm out. I want nothing to do with that. But you start to understand that it's more painful if you don't go through it willingly. Mm-hmm. It'll just keep coming to find you. Oh, it sucks. It keeps coming. And then... You if you want don't to, you learn cling, the lesson. You cling to the idea that you have of the way it should go. 
and or you just cling to the idea of your old life and not being comfortable you cling to the stuff and that ends up bringing you more discomfort more suffering more pain so if you give all of these things in the way of looking at it as, as dross just stuff to get burned off as it happens you go through and it's not like you sign up and you're like, okay, I'm here for purification 101. Like, and then it happens. It's not like that. It's more of there's a situation that will happen. And you're going to have to choose a different way of handling it. And that new way of handling it might be uncomfortable. It might produce some things that are new to you, which might be painful. And when you go through it, then you realize like, oh. I actually could handle that. Oh, oh my goodness. I got this. You know, it's it's learning. You you go through this process in order for you to learn that you're actually capable of it. Mm-hmm. You just hadn't allowed yourself to realize that yet because you were in the safety of your comfort zone. Imagine every situation, whether it be a loss, whether it be um, a pandemic, it doesn't matter, whatever the situation is that happens in life, um, it is in front of you in order to teach you something about yourself and about um, about life. Well, and to bring you again to that next level, to mm. that higher level that you really want, that you're calling forth. So a lot of times um, with folks that are in this process of manifesting, they're so attached to the outcome looking a certain way. They're so attached to the the dream being a certain way that it doesn't feel like it's working and so again surrender and trust that every step every challenge every struggle it's all there to bring you to a higher level of strength a, li- a higher level of power within yourself because all that stuff lies within you. So in recap, the sooner you can get down with surrendering, the better. <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, once you, once you harness all that power and goodness that you just talked about, the, you, you eventually will find a place where happiness, joy, and peace come naturally it's not something you have to work at it's just like a it's just it just is right it just is your life and as you continue to practice this your courage grows and you are bold enough to dare to dream the big dreams and go maybe there's more than this oh my goodness maybe there's even more past that and that's what we're that's what we're saying friends there's way more than you can even begin to comprehend and imagine for your own life so this little corner that that we the the current perspective the current pov you know one thing i will share from that course that we took together that started this uh, idea of of manifesting for us was she, there was a story told, actually it was Reverend Arlene, who was our Reverend, and uh, she was running the class. 
the prosperity class. And she gave us a story about how when you're on a path, the farther along you go, the more you're able to see. You have different vantage points. So you might be very, very thirsty on this path and see nothing that can help you. But if you keep moving forward, oh, around that bend, now you can see a little bit more and you see that there's water. But you couldn't see it from back where you were. So that's why the steps and trusting that what you need is always going to be available to you, for you. When you need it, that keeps you moving. So that POV, understanding that I just didn't necessarily have the perspective that I needed in order to understand the full picture gave me comfort and knowing, ah, I pr probably when I get a few more steps ahead, I'll see things differently and giving myself that grace and that patience of knowing, but where I currently am right here, right now, all is well here. So may this episode encourage you in your journey, because let's be honest, friends, this is definitely the hero's journey. And it is not for the faint of heart, but it is for the brave of heart and that you most definitely have. So Josh and I will continue to encourage your brave heart and give you all of our insights. We're doing this in our breathing room. So we hope to see you at our next session, which is if you're listening to this now, we've got September 27th coming up and if you're listening to this past September, then know that all of our episodes are archived. So any closing notes, my love? Um, I can't wait to do one on surrender. <laughs> yes. Because that's the other piece of this. Yes, 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 yes. So if this episode has helped you, take a screenshot, send it to a friend who maybe is having questions about manifesting, questions about realizing their dreams and purpose. So may you feel more peace, more grace, more joy, and always remember that the light in me loves the light in you. Till next time. You've been listening to Jules Loves Me, the podcast. If you feel uplifted and inspired by the sacred space we created today, support and join our mission by donating on www.julesloves.me. And while you're there, take a look around, check out all the videos and blogs I've put together for you, and make sure to subscribe to my email list. And for all you social butterflies, you can follow me on julesloves.me on Facebook and Instagram. Want to support our mission even more? Visit patreon.com slash me to become a patron and get even more food to fuel your soul. Join me next time for another wholehearted story. Thank you for listening. And remember, the light in me loves the light in you.